Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter 1st verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence in things not seen. One playwright writes this believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief when no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you will fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. Today is uh, July the 29th. No, I'm sorry. This is August. I'm looking at an old calendar. Well, this is August the 4th. August. <laughs> move forward, Reg. Right, exactly. <laughs> i gotta tell my compu- I got to tell my computer to move forward. <laughs> we have the whole gang here, uh, Craig, Deb, and uh, myself. Hello, hello. Hey there. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. And we're going to tackle Thessalonians, first chapter, verse um, 5. It's actually 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 11. 11. That's right. Um, And I guess I'll open us up in prayer. Okay. Heavenly Father, we truly thank you so much for um, waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning and for us to congregate and to dive into the book once again to learn everything that you have to teach to us. We hope that you lift us up, that you uh, enlighten us with your word, and that we stay in your light. We'll be talking about uh, the children of the light, as the Apostle Paul uh, taught um, the uh, people of Thessalonia, and as what you are sharing to us. And we uh, pray that everyone who hears us, who sees us, and everything that we say and we do is enlightened by the love of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now I can hardly hear myself. I'm just going to up myself just a little bit. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. So, First Thessalonians five verse eleven. Um, yeah. So this verse was. Um, it came across my Instagram feed, and I was actually looking for something from the Mahabharata mm-hmm. to bring to the group today. Mm-hmm. I wanted us to branch out a little bit. But this one just kept coming back into my mind and my thoughts. And so I decided to bring it to you. And so the text from my student NIV Bible is, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Yep, which is the same as mine. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> so Thessalonians um, is a letter to the folks there in Thessalonica, Greece which was the capital of Macedonia and is today the second largest city in Greece. Wow. Cool. Um, and, and at this time, Paul was chased out of the city um, by angry mobs of Jewish folks and Roman folks mm. that were upset with all the, the fervor that he was inciting. And, but he, there was a church that was established. Mm. Um, and so he's writing to the folks of that church. Yeah. Um, it, it's still an enthusiastic church. <laughs> and this is really close to after Jesus died. Mm. So this is around 50, 50 A.D., mm. about 20, 20 or so years after Jesus' death, so really early in his mission. Mm-hmm. And how this book is different from other letters that Paul has written is it's not so much focused on Jesus' theology as so much as it kind of shows us how Paul is as a pastor yeah. and how he encourages his flock or, or the flock. Um, so I kind of wanted to call those things out before we talked about the verse because I thought those were really important. No, no, that's good to have a historical context because it mm-hmm. really makes it feel <laughs> like you're like you're one of those folks <laughs> listening to this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I was wondering if he was in jail during the time because there are a couple of letters he's written while in jail. Yeah, no, no. He, I mean, he's been ostracized from this mm-hmm. city. Um, but th- at this point, the, his church is asking big questions about they're preparing for the second coming already, mm-hmm. 20 years after Jesus' oh, wow. death. They're like, what's going to happen to us? How, how do we prepare? Let's mm-hmm. make sh- They're thinking it's imminent. Ah, uh, I see. And, and then also they're, they're asking questions about, what about our family members who died before Jesus came? What's going to happen to them? Mm-hmm. So they're asking these kinds of questions. That's a legitimate kind of thing to worry about, <laughs> I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Paul's like, it's not certain when the timing is. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Jesus died for you. You're saved. Right. Um, just, you know, be good to one another. And then mm-hmm. he goes into t- kind of talking about 
how you can prepare. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm sure you have notes, but I mean, I, the, the thing that I love about Thessalonians 5, he has a wonderful analogy of the light and the darkness. Mm-hmm. And he basically says in verse 5, Thessalonians 5, verse 5, you are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or the darkness. So then let us not, let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and for those who get drunk and drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting our faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. And, you know, he goes on and on. But that light and darkness thing, I think we may have talked about that before, but it's a wonderful analogy. Mm-hmm. And the awake and the sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of, I hear this a lot, awake Christians, wake up. Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> and, um, I mean, just, there are three points that I had. Um mm-hmm. Children of the light as opposed to the darkness. What do we do in the dark that we are afraid to show in the light? And uh, oh, I think that's something that good. all of us can sort of look at. I mean, you know, all of us try to be as good as we can. And for those who are Christians, well, for those who are, who are believers, if you're Jewish, if you are uh, Muslim, um, Hindu, um, you, you know, you want to be true to your faith. But there may be, I don't know, vices or things that we sort of keep in the dark or let's say secrets um, that we so I think that's something that we can sort of look at within our lives. How true are we in our everyday lives to to God and staying in the light? Um, the second thing I wrote: faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. The Word of God protects us from darkness, dark thoughts, negative people, the wrong path. As if you know, if Paul is using an analogy of we have to protect ourselves. The breastplate. I mean, this, these are like army terms or you know, like military terms protecting us from, you know, wh- what negative, does the dark... The negativity yeah. and, mm-hmm. and the dark. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Craig? What are you, what are you thinking? Um, it's a good long list of uh, prescriptions. I mean, he's giving them lots of, um, you know... Reminders. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, reminders, do this, do that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> try, and, try and keep as much of a idea of the community... Yeah. You know, between you guys as you can, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, That's the whole being good to each other. And the whole being each good other to up, each right? other, yeah. L- lift people up yeah. in the spirit of the Lord. And yeah. That's how you could create a community, mm-hmm. by helping each other. Mm-hmm. And, there's a, and, and there's a part where it says uh, we may live together. Let me, let me just find, uh, I think it is. Yeah, here it is. Verse 10, 5 verse 10. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep. We may live together with him. And I think that that's something that we have to remind each other of, that we are, li- uh, you know, do we acknowledge that we are living with God, with Christ, that he is with us every day? Um, I mean, I go back to what my grandmother used to tell me, you know, God, you know, God is with you every single moment of your, of your life. And I think when I think about that as I go into my day-to-day activities, the more that I, I remind myself that God is within me, especially if I acknowledge him, that dictates what I do and how I interact with others. Yeah. So what specifically about the text, though, about, let me go back to the actual words, Um, because it it really speaks to me, encourage one another Mm -hmm. and build each other up. Like, I I practice that every day. Like, do you, like, I would challenge our listeners, do you speak encouraging words Mm -hmm. or discouraging words to people? Are you a complainer or are you a helper? Um, how can we encourage each other and believe in each other? And that w- I think that's what helps us draw closer to God. We've all talked about how helping other people, mm-hmm. you know, makes us feel good and, mm-hmm. and how we think that helps us show, you know, Jesus' love. And, you know, I, I, just, I just really challenge everyone with all the negative information that we're getting on ac- across all our media, mm-hmm. how easy it is for people to complain about things at the water cooler at the office. Or yeah, even yeah. you were saying that last week um, that p- the pastor um, mm-hmm. was pointing out that one woman. Oh, yeah. Like I was talking about me, these horrible. That's not yeah. encouraging. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Life is hard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's lift each other up. It's mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> hard enough. Um, I've had some success this week of oh, uh, uh, my friend I've been uh, mm-hmm. fostering and over the last few months and you know got him back out of the hospital Excellent. into his home 
just called me up to say, like, I'm having a really great day. Not a great, great day. <laughs> wow. But a really fantastic That is know, so wonderful. Uh-huh. And he just wanted to call us. He was just like, I don't know if I've told you this, but I really, really appreciate it. See there? See there? And and all all the all the stuff is paying off, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I don't know, it just warmed my heart, Mm -hmm. you know, because I was just like, yes. And I said, well, you know, he had like this major surgery, you know. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons he was in the hospital. And before the surgery, I was he was in really bad shape. And this was a surgery that would you know require some anesthesia, right? Yeah. And I was just like, um, in my mind, I was just like, that's, uh, it's going to go all south. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. You're in a, like a really kind of feeble shape. And then when you go have major surgery, anesthesia could go all south. And and I said to him, I said, like, uh, you know, I didn't want to tell you this at the time, but I didn't know what your odds were. Mm -hmm. You know, I I was kind of like... Almost ready to discourage you and say like, don't, don't, maybe this isn't the thing, you know, you should do right now or. Oh, to discourage him from the surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. almost could yeah. like, you know, this could go really, really bad. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, you know. You wanted to do it. You, <coughs> it was your call. And I'm, I'm really glad I didn't say anything to you at the time. Although I was like. You know, praying heavily that this was going to work <laughs> out, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm glad you didn't say anything to me, too. You know, so, yeah. so in a way, you know, I mean, it's it, it's what we do and what we say, kind of how we, you know, how we can restrain ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, to really think and respect and esteem the other person, which mm-hmm. I think Paul's talking about to you know to these guys, you know, Thessalonians. So he's saying, like, you know, I know, you know. It's not always easy to, you know, to uh, to help each other. It's it's like sometimes you know it's the things you do, and sometimes it's the things you kind of don't do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, and it's hard to pick, <coughs> but if you if you treat everybody with the respect that that you would want, mm-hmm. and always or as- even better, and always <laughs> and always right. assume no matter you know how they behave or what's going on. That they are a better person than maybe you see right before you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the potential of the person is is within their heart, and maybe it's not right there in the way in the open. But assume that 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 there's something better going on than what you see. Yeah, mm-hmm. in that person, and that's that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's hard to do. I mean, that's where you know, like Christ was always saying, you know, hey man, you do something nice for your friends, and and that's great. But there's no risk involved. Why don't you do something nice for the people you find distasteful? That's exactly now, right. There, now there's the challenge. <coughs> yeah, you know, yeah. love thy enemy or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I think the, the 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 meat of the matter is is like, you know, look beyond what you see in in in, in people and uh, you know and try to nurture their potential Mm -hmm. and there are so many ways that can be done i'm glad that you said words and actions yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because you know words are great you know prayers are great and Mm -hmm. we need more all the time but you know but like when i was in grad school i don't drink coffee but Mm -hmm. i used to make coffee for my roommates when i woke up because i always woke up before them Mm -hmm. and they would be like Oh, it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. The little elves were here. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. And that would start their day off right yeah. and encourage them to have a good day. You know, but. it's to piggyback on what you were saying, uh, what we are all saying, mm-hmm. we have no idea what power we have with our words as far as words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, our good friend. Yeah. You know, you had been very good, and, of course, you had just been hearing, oh, my, having a bad day, and this is, where is this, and where is that? You guys cleaned up, and, you know, I'm missing some papers and whatever. Yeah. Negative, negative, negative. But I, I was very certain that the positivity of you being there, you and uh, we have another friend, Susan, yeah. who, who has always been there. No, and other people have jumped in, too. Um, uh, people that have kind of, like, been, like, just standing outside. Not basically because they wanted to but just felt like uh, I can't do you know, sure. I can't do anything right now it's it's beyond mm-hmm. you know 
the, the situation was beyond something I can really handle. Now, all of a sudden, uh, we've got a small little uh, committee mm -hmm. who who's all on board. Yeah. Who, you know, somebody was over there <coughs> last night, and he has a caregiver now, and I'll be over there on Sunday just visiting. I'm not going to have to do anything. I just get to sit down and talk. Good. Yep. And this and this is like you know so so mm -hmm. this is like it's returning to a place of normalcy. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of thank God. Which is a place he hasn't been in in a long time. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you've just been suffering for months. You know, and 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 you know your whole life is turned upside down. You know, this is a. I think, th I think this is a gift. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, and an appreciative one, and uh, and and no, it made me feel better. Mm -hmm. Just to know that you know. But <laughs> but you don't have happening. to just help people that are in, that are clearly in need. No. Because you don't know someone may just be perfectly normal to right. you. Right. Yeah. But mm -hmm. they, they mm -hmm. that your words of encouragement to them can yeah. really change their outlook. Yeah. And I, I have a bit of an antidote. There have been people in my life. We talk about being good, not just to our friends, but also I'm not going to say enemies, but people who are, I don't know, for what, whatever reason, negative. I'll say in the dark. You know, to use First Thessalonians. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, and one thing that I've sort of learned just being in and out, you know, uh, we talked about <coughs> off mic, um, I talked about um, working in Washington, D.C., and I, I went to a temp agency. I, I, was in, I was a part of three temp agencies. They would just send me to jobs here and there, here and there, and you have to deal with a lot of different personalities, a lot of different folks who you have no idea, you know, not just their background or their culture, but where they're coming from. Uh, there was one boss that I had who was undergoing a divorce, and he, you know, was going through epic arguments with his wife over the phone <laughs> about custody and about money and this and that and reliving arguments that, you know, should have been gone a long, long time ago. And I realized that my duty, not just the actual duty, but just to provide some sense of calm, like, hey, you know, um, you need to file these. You need to do this and do that. And sometimes like, well, you know, um, if you need to talk. Let me know. Mm -hmm. Just being that calming voice, and um, it's it's amazing how just being that and not interfering with people's lives or whatever, like, oh, what's going on? You don't have to do that. But just be the peace, be the calm, be mm -hmm. the one person, oh, my God, everyone's pissing me off but you. <laughs> Thank you so much. And, and I found that people are drawn uh, to you um, by just being that calming voice. Mm -hmm. And also realize that a lot of people who do piss you off or whatever, they're not doing it deliberately. I mean, 90% of people don't do it on purpose. You know, um, they, they do it because it's just a byproduct of what's happening in their own personal lives. And some people don't have the filter to say, okay, I need to not, not you know, affect people with what, what, what my drama is going through. Yeah. And so I just say, well, listen, I just, I'll just be as kind and as giving and people will come around or, you know, people will. There's one There's one attorney that I work with. When I first started working with her, she just yelled at me. She's like, this is not how I want my stuff done. And I'm like, okay, I'll have to learn. Later on, she, she apologized very effusely. Listen, I'm just going through a lot of stress, and this trial is really whatever. But we got through the trial. We got a conviction, and I am one of her closest confidants. <clears throat> well, a lot of times we just feel, mm -hmm. you know, when we're going through the world, you know, trying to do the best thing that we can do, that it's – that we've got blinders on, mm -hmm. you know, that we've, we're, we're locked into, you know, our, our own kind of, okay, I'm here, I'm dealing with this crap, all right, yeah. all right, it's just me, it's all on me, all right, I'll deal with this job. And, and I think we, we forget a lot of times just the very simple act of opening up and saying, hey, man, I accept this. I accept whatever's happening right now. Whatever's happening right now, mm -hmm. You know, no matter how crowded it seems to me at the moment, no matter how I can't really, you know, get that other person to open up or, or, or feel that connection or whatever, you know, what I need to do is just accept this for what it is and open my heart up and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and just, like, say, like, hey, you know, this world is big enough for all of this. Yeah. And, uh, and it's going to work out. It's going to work out. You know, and it usually, usually, you know, with that philosophy, you know, things do improve. <laughs> mm -hmm. Everything is temporary. 
<laughs> Everything is temporary. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what Paul is talking about. He's telling, you know, the people of Thess is it Thessalonica or Thessalonica? Thess- Thessalonica is a city. Okay. Thessalonians Thessalonica. is <coughs> one of the Thessalonians, yeah. yeah. He's telling them, listen, you, you need each other. This is the only yeah. way that this is going to work, whether it be the church or just your community. Uh, you may not be able to, you know, you know, your government may not be there for you. So we'll have to be there for each other. Craig says it all the time. We need each other. Exactly. We absolutely do, man. <coughs> you were ta- no, you're absolutely right. We need community. Exactly. Yeah. You were talking about, uh, off before we got on the mic, I forget the name of the woman who won the uh, the House of Representatives, uh, New York. She's 29 years old. Was a uh, from Queens. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And she had a, uh, I guess, a rally. Uh, people wanted to, here, uh, yeah. yeah, here in, in mm-hmm. Oakland. Yeah, the, the Democratic Socialists or the Socialists or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. bunch, of, bunch of real young <coughs> young people. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure the election surprised her because she defeated an incumbent. Yeah. Uh, Norman and I were talking about she it on the – She defeated the fourth most powerful Democrat <laughs> in the House. Yeah. yeah. She, she's yeah. outfunded like 10 to 1 <laughs> or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. But she needed the people to, you know, to be there for her. Yeah. And now she's in, in inspiring, you know, just people. I mean, you know, you have people all over the United States, you know, saying, hey, come speak to our thing because, mm-hmm. you know, we want encouragement from you. She's 29 years old. Yeah. And, and, there's, and a, there's a lot of people of color who, who are kind of like going, man, this is exactly what I needed. Uh-huh. This is exactly, exactly what I needed to mm-hmm. inspire me, to make me feel like, you know, hey, I can be involved in this. Because I feel like a lot of folks given – you know just how much greed and 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 contempt there is right now for different groups. Mm-hmm. You know, feel you know like they can't even start the race. Yeah, they, they can't even they can't can't no, even they can't. start to participate in this process or in this in this world in the society because it's so divisive and it's so tribal and mm-hmm. so, and so us against <coughs> them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping more people will kind of see the light to see that you know I know a lot of people disagree about you know the idea of economic socialism and so forth but you know I for one think everybody should have access to help other people you know I mean by that by that I personally believe that everybody should get an education a really free one I think everybody should have health care mm-hmm. simply because that's the right thing to have. Mm-hmm. That's the right thing to share. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can call it whatever you want. You know, big D, little D, big S. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. big big D Democrat. <coughs> you know, you know, big S social. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, but I do feel like you know Christ has given us a social um, platform. Uh, you know, uh, a, a social <laughs> you know goal, and he was really political. And yes, he, he basically said, like, look, this world is for sharing. It's not for keeping. This mm-hmm. isn't for keeps. You know? Yeah. Uh, he made all the apostles pool all their resources. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not only when they followed him, but after his death, he said, like, look, you guys got to pool everything together. You know, all the money that you can get and create the church. And then from that came the tithing i mean they did that mm-hmm. and from that came the tithing where you get 10% of you know everyone get and then i think now the catholic church says it's 2. Point something percent of your you know but whatever i mean it's uh, it's always been about mm-hmm. you know share yeah. that's the whole point of this now yeah. a lot of people you know will say like you know well look what's happened you know and it's become a business you know Oh, yeah. you mean the that church? Will the church, in and, some you know, cases. whatever. It's just, well, well, yeah. it's just tasteful, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. or it's all about money, or it's all about, and it, yes, that's what happens when you put mm-hmm. <laughs> human beings and 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 mm-hmm. and and wealth and yeah. you know and and money, you know, involved with. Uh, with but you religion. don't have to have a lot of resources to encourage other people or no. to help them. No. In fact, most of the encouragement and community that I see around me is mm. in low-income areas or places where they don't have a lot of resources. That's right. I know, and it's really surprising. You think, like, how do they do so much with so little? Right, right, right. Because exactly. they're helping one <laughs> another. Because, yeah. they're <laughs> because they're involved in, like, actually being a community. Right. Yeah. You know? I just looked at the definition of encouragement mm-hmm. just because. Sure. And um, it's a noun, the action of giving someone support, confidence, or hope 
just one definition. And then the persuasion to do or to continue something is another. And the third one says the act of trying to stimulate the development of an activity, state or belief. Wow. So it's not passive at all. <coughs> no. Yeah. It's no, not, not it's, at it's, all. It's not just thinking about it. No. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny that you had talked about some of the low-income communities, you know, binding together. I, I um, It's funny how you hear about arguments and dissidents or whatever among families who are who are very affluent and very wealthy because, you know, they argue about money and, and who's going to get the inheritance and this and that and the other. And for those families who had never had any, I mean, I've, I've heard so many stories. I mean, I know of one family that, th you know, they don't have a lot, but they're always happy because, you know, they don't have a lot of expectations and they always cling to one another. And it's it's a very inspiring thing. So hmm. it's it's something. Give each other hope. Yeah, exactly. I had a question for you, Deb. Uh, so Craig talked about helping someone and then receiving thanks, like you know, someone saying, "Wow, just your words, just your way of encouragement has helped me, and I just want to thank you." Yeah. You've you've experienced that too, right? Have you had? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I've experienced both. <laughs> I've experienced mm -hmm. where yeah. you help help someone greatly and they say nothing, mm -hmm. and then I've experienced, yes, definitely that. Yeah. That and has it surprised you, like just you know, like your words, and it's like, wow, I didn't know that person was paying attention. So sometimes I don't realize the impact that I have on people, mm -hmm. and then I'm surprised. Yes, yeah, very, very much. But I'm because I'm so actively trying to help people. I, I'm always like, it takes a small amount of energy. It, the way I look at it is, it takes a small amount of energy energy for me to help you. Mm -hmm. So if if I have that much energy, I give it. Yeah. Um. You know, I have this one friend, Amy, who we both moved to Oakland kind of around the same time. And it was a very difficult transition for me coming from the city. And she encourages me every day. And um, we, you know, mm -hmm. and, she, and she thanks me for encouraging her. And we support each other. And it's that kind of, uh, when I was thinking about this verse, I was really thinking about her and our friendship. And, mm. and how every day we think about how we can lift each other up. And it's it's really wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm always thankful when someone takes the time to thank me, but I don't expect it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like there have been times I, I think about my dad. I think, uh, you know, he is one where, and I think a lot of my personality comes from him, where let's say if I feel really down, let's say things are going bad at work and, you know, relationship-wise and things aren't just happening and I'm wondering, okay, I think I am who I am, or I, th I thought that I was of one level, but, you know, uh, people just don't see me that way. Every time I go home or every time I call on the phone and talk to Dad, he, he reminds me of who I am. And it's like, it's like a spiritual fuel tank. It's like I went to a gas station and, <laughs> nice. and got a filler up. Yeah, and that's, that's a fantastic great, thing that I, that I get from Dad. No matter where he is in life or where I am in life, that's a wonderful thing. And he's one of the few people – who who does that for me? You're so lucky to have that man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. That's I mean, I, I feel a I feel a similar kind of connection with my father. Yeah. And now I feel that connection with my sisters. Oh, right on. And, it, and it's something that's kind of new and fresh. That trip. Yeah, that's been that's been happening uh, over the last uh, year or so. Yeah. That's so wonderful. it's and I'm just like, oh man, I I just warm myself in the, those moments because it's like, dude, you you know, we always want. You know, mm -hmm. encouragement and attention. I think that's what's so popular about social media now. You know, you know, sure. like, you know, I want my post to be liked, or I, I want that person to respond to, you know, to this, or mm -hmm. you know, I, and I, you know, I'm putting my heart out there, and I would like, you know, some feedback. And we, you know, we and we constantly crave this, mm -hmm. this kind of thing. And I guess it could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, but it's something you know that I just see everywhere right now. It's ubiquitous. This kind of like, I really need. Some strokes. I, I'm putting myself out there, and I really, really want these strokes. And uh, and so, and yeah, so that kind of encouragement. <laughs> no, but it's, it's it's just something that something that we you know we mm -hmm. as just Great. human beings are just like sure tied to right now, especially mm -hmm. in this world that we're living in, this fast-paced world. You know, where it's kind of like I need that, I need that affirmation. Mm -hmm. You gotta have it, and uh, and and developing it through. We talk about developing it through our, mm -hmm. our family relationships. We talk about what developing it through our friends and through our through our desires to kind of like create a community, like like you know through our church or through 
are through our relationship with our personal relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, we we ask for we petition things we 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 say we are thankful, but we really do come at it with with a very kind of personal agenda yeah. and a personal desire. Like mm-hmm. I really want to get something out of this. I really want this guy. To we kind are of, human know. after all. We are human <laughs> after all. Sure. So, so just understand. You know, I I just want to say understand that in develop, uh, developing those relationships. You know, the payoff is. Is is the payoff after the effort, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, which is kind of weird, you know. But first you first you service, first you serve, mm-hmm. and then possibly receive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the whole idea of the service, the whole process of the service, is is to flex that muscle so that you have the ability to receive. Mm-hmm. If somebody just gave me stuff, yeah. Well, you know, would I really would I really care? Yeah, we you have know? to we have to and we have to appreciate the value. Unfortunately, there are people who do not value who do not appreciate the value of service of giving. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was talking with a friend of mine this past week about decades. Like, what what were the '90s and what were the '80s? And when I think about the 2010s, it really is about you know social networking and everyone has a Twitter feed and an Instagram feed and a Facebook feed and it's all about likes, likes, likes. And it can sort of encourage sort of the wrong type of – it's like me. You know, uh, I, I need the likes. You know, you guys need to like me, and you need to, you know, give me whatever because that could be translated monetarily into, I don't know, ad dollars and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you don't think about giving or, you know, focusing your attention on others. It can perform a sort of – I don't even say a narcissistic type of personality, you know. Well, yeah, it, yeah I mean, it, it, yeah, the possibility is – is, is there and I think there is a, a uh, you know at the basis of it a a lot of just you know narcissism it just happens yeah yeah it, I think it just but if we look at each other as just like you know like you like mm-hmm. you said you know like you know give like it says in the uh, theologians give e- give each other the esteem mm-hmm. you know and just assume that yeah. that's there yeah. assume that this other person has the best intentions now you could be like totally wrong. Mm-hmm. You could be sitting there trying to talk to a Pharisee about this well, stuff, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know, but yeah. but mm-hmm. if you can assume that yeah. that person's heart, even though you mm-hmm. don't see it, yeah. or it's clouded by maybe disagreements or some prejudices yeah. or whatever, yeah. Um, if you can assu- if you can assume the other person's heart has some value, mm-hmm. well, then that's a step away from narcissism. That's right. just a <clears throat> I mean you, the narcissism still may be there. It's be like, God damn it, I want that guy to like me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, really like me because I'm coming from a decent place. Just an understanding. In corporate America yeah. we use the phrase assume positive intent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And how easy is that yeah. to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know. But the value, like everyone understands the value of receiving. Like, oh I got fifty thousand likes, I'm popular, so therefore mm-hmm. I'm great. But the, if people can understand the value of giving, I mean, like, you know, we've been talking about racism, um, ra- um, the, the uh, racist Texas, R-A-I-C-E-S. I'm not talking about, ra- oh, you yes, know, yeah. where, you know, like people are giving to. Right. Yeah, to help the immigrants. Yeah, exactly. To help the immigrants. And, uh, and they received so much money. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, you know, the crowdfunding campaigns for, I don't know, Stoneman Douglas and a lot of others. So people are seeing there are people who do see the value of giving um it's 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 a muscle like what you said it's a muscle where it has to be flexed and and strengthened and and while you're doing this this is what i I love about it while you're you know i'm not talking about just giving money or whatever Mm -hmm. but while the while you're involved in the act of of assuming the positive intention of someone else or or giving to giving something to someone who you don't even know, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be a charity or what. The while you're doing that, you're stepping away from your own ego. Yep. Just as a matter of like you can't do both at the same time, can you? You know, so mm-hmm. it's just it, it it's a way of I mean the narcissism is never gonna never gonna go away. It's part of who we are. It's part of our desires to right. you know, to to receive love. But and I'm hoping that people are encouraging people more in their growth mm-hmm. as a person. You know, yes, I'm a Pollyanna. I'm also a realist. But, you know, I, I want people to believe in themselves. Absolutely. And I want them to grow in hope mm-hmm. and grow in love and, and to 
find strength in themselves that I can see that they may not be able to see that day or that moment or whatever. Yeah. Um, words, that, as you were saying, we've been talking a lot about actions, but words are very powerful. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, I'm saying to a friend, you know, the universe is going to take care of that. You need to let go. Mm-hmm. Let go and let the universe do it. Let God do it. And it'll wow. be okay. Yeah. And they but don't believe me. I need to hear that but more. I yeah, I think them. that's why I'm sitting next to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need yeah. to hear that more. Cause you, you, Even you know, yesterday I was having this I conversation with my either. sister. I am not a Pollyanna. I mean, my sister's daughter. Yeah. My, I'm a total skeptic. My <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're all here, yeah. right? Like what Reg was saying last yeah. week. Your sister's daughter, what well, are you saying? Well, my niece was having some trouble. She waits tables, and she was having some trouble with people in the restaurant. And she was really holding on to the negative feelings and attitudes mm-hmm. that those people had exposed to her or shared with her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? You don't have to worry about that. You mm-hmm. just have to do what you're supposed to do. You have to, you know, show them goodness and kindness. Mm-hmm. Kill them with kindness, basically. That's exactly right. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, y- you take care of you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about why they're being that way. Just show them kindness and love. Yep. And let the universe take care of it. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> so, so I write a journal entry. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I know. write. Uh, I no, know. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm He's laughing it at me. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is why I'm here. Yeah. I'm, this is why I'm here. I need you can't control I need how the other person no, is yeah. feeling or reacting That's to exactly the universe. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You can only control how you are feeling and reacting to the universe. Right. And so I'm encouraging her mm-hmm. to, to only exhibit positive mm-hmm. energy. Right. In, in order to exert some influence on those negative folks. Exactly. And I think of it as like uh, water. I mean, like if, if, you know, energy, positive energy, negative energy, what are you putting out into the universe? What are you putting out into Lightness the people who darkness. are there? Lightness or darkness. I was saying I write a journal entry, and every now and then, if I read something that happened, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago involving a person, I may let the person know, guess what, you know, I, I wrote this thing five years ago. You were going through some you know, horrible stuff, and now you know, you, you're totally fine. And the person will be like, wow, that is right. But it's a good <laughs> reminder. It's, it's a good, good reminder. You remind them you got through it. Exactly. You got over. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, words. Words, words. They're, They're very, very powerful. powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're sitting here just, you know, that's what we're drawn to, and that's what we're expounding on, and mm-hmm. that's basically this what's happening yeah and i and i i I sometimes break a bad habit i used to have a habit of just keeping to myself and holding on to my words like oh it's just me you know no one cares about what i have to say or whatever um but they have to realize hey i can say an encouraging thing to someone and that can uplift them i mean maybe it'll just fall on dead ears and they just don't care but at least i gave it uh, i i did my part yeah. Whenever I'm shopping and it like at the grocery store or like at Walgreens or anywhere, mm-hmm. um, and the clerk looks tired and haggard or whatever, I always compliment something mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I really like your earrings." Oh. And then suddenly their day, their there face changes. There you go. See, that's all it takes. It's huh? like, but it's a habit that I have made mm-hmm. myself learn. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, the person in front of me, mm-hmm. it, their energy is a little off. Right. I'm going to give them some positive energy. Yeah, and we need more of that. And, yeah. and it's sort of, I mean, if we remind ourselves we are tapestry, we are, you know, a part of one big family. And if you're Christian, then you believe that we are children of God. We're sisters and brothers. And for me, like the best way to encourage someone is to give, empower them, mm-hmm. to let them gr- do whatever it is they need to do. Mm-hmm. So I have a, I have a sports story for Reg. Yes, oh, go for it. Okay, I'll, I'll sit did, this one out. Did you guys? Well, did you guys watch the 1992 Olympics in Barcelona? I I totally remember this story I'm about to tell you. So oh, I remember and the Atlanta, right? In, no, it was Barcelona. Oh, okay. The, the summer. Okay. The summer Olympics. And uh, anyway, I'm d- thinking Derek 96. Redmond. Yes, go ahead. Was a track star, and he an American track star, and he wanted to win the gold medal in the 400 meter race. And the reason that this came up is because I was like, when I was researching and, mm-hmm. and doing my studies on this verse, uh, one of the um, preachers included this in his sermon. Mm. And so Derek Redmond, track star, he, he's in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. He's in the race, the 400-meter race, which is actually not a very long race. Mm-hmm. And then he, he, you hear his knee pop. And he falls down in agony, in agony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And his dad is in the stands. Yes. And his dad pushes through, uh, like, it's mm-hmm. like a movie, mm-hmm. pushes through all these people 
to get he's not supposed to be on the field right right, right. he goes there he goes to his son lifts his son up and he helps he's like i'm here i'm gonna help you yeah and he helps he carries his mm-hmm. like they limp along right yeah yeah he, his son's standing mm-hmm. it's not like he's carrying him right and he helps his son he walks along beside him mm-hmm. gives him his strength they get close to the finish line and his dad lets him go yeah and i'm getting teary just thinking oh about it. yeah goodness. and yeah. lets him cross the finish yeah. line himself yeah, yeah. Oh it's an amazing yeah. story. I'm sure yeah. everybody's just going but nuts. Uh, to yeah. me, like that's the epitome of encouragement. Like that's when right. your when your yeah. person is down mm-hmm. and in pain and struggling, all you can do is be beside them mm-hmm. and lift them up as much as you can, and and then give them that strength so that they can do what they need to do. Yeah, no, it's a great story, and I rem- right. I remember the story. Thank you for reminding me of that. And. Anyone can just jump on YouTube and you'll see the story. It's even more powerful when you actually see it yeah, happening. Yeah, the dad is like sobbing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's really really inspiring. Yeah, I I think I yeah I I I, I don't have many uh, moments in life that I I could really compare that with. Yeah, that well, is. That's I'm glad for that. That's yeah. true. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very similar. There was a uh, there was a young girl. This was a uh, a high school baseball thing. Uh, girls are playing softball, and uh, the the team. I guess there was a girl who had hit a home run. Yes, yeah. And I think her knee popped up or gave out or whatever. And of course, according to the rules of baseball, if you don't clear the bases, you got you got to make it around. Yeah. Right, exactly. So the opposing team, who I guess gave up the winning run, they helped her because the, the 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 team, her team, could not go on the field. It's illegal for them to help her. Around uh, the bases, uh-huh. so they just like did it. They, so they uh-huh. yeah, they helped the opposing her go team helped her go around the bases and uh-huh. help them score. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, damn, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's uh, it just reinforces encouragement. It's not about me, me, me winning, me, me, me. It's about hey, we're a community, mm-hmm. regardless of what my own personal you know lofty goals are. We have to help each other out. And yeah. I would say that I would compare that story of the track star to the story of you helping our friend and the call you got. Yeah, it may not be the finish line. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no! But, but you know, we mm-hmm. we have He's actually way. we've actually made a turn. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we maybe we're rounding first. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, we are. We're mm-hmm. rounding first. Um, I think about this in terms of uh, the story you said. In terms of my father and and my aunt, his sister, uh, are, have been helping my brother. They. You know, they, she lives in Oklahoma. My dad lives in Dallas. My brother lives in Houston. Now, not everybody can understand what that map looks like. Except, I can. Except <laughs> me and Deb right now. Yeah. But anyway, sister comes down from Oklahoma. Okay, imagine traveling north to south. Meets in Dallas. They, then they get together and they go to Houston and they help their brother, who is basically my dad. Last time I, t- I talked to him recently, last past week, and he said, yeah, he doesn't give him more than 30 days. Mm-hmm. He's, been, he's been just – you know, really, really just getting worse and worse and worse. Mm. And uh, he hadn't seen him this bad. And he goes, yeah, well, he's probably going to die in 30 days. So we're, we've been we've been making extra trips. Usually it's once a month. Now it's, uh, you know, every couple of weeks. You know, they mm. all make that trip. Yeah. Um, my father, his sister, and his sister's husband. And they get down there and they take care of business down there and, you know, whatever he needs and, you know. Hospital, whatever has happened to house, groceries, fix the car, fix something that's broken, you know, basically, you know, kind of like get him resituated, go do the shopping, whatever, you know, get him all set up, you know, but it's just getting worse and worse. And I'm just thinking about this, like, they've been doing this for a long, long time, mm-hmm. and now it's at the end. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an end of life thing, and they're just kind of like prepared. They're not asking for the reward. In fact, there's probably not going to be a reward, maybe just the relief of of not well, their reward you know, is watching that they, them suffer anymore. They know they did the right thing. Well, They know that they helped as much as they could. Well, it's the act of doing it that brings them joy. Yeah. It's just the very act of the fact that they are doing this together mm-hmm. that uh, sustains them. You know, and I, I know a lot of people, and I've dealt with uh, I've dealt with a few friends uh, who who I've had to kind of like <coughs> be there at the at that end of life stage. 
And it is this very, you know, act of being there with this person and knowing that the only reward that's coming out of this is just to be with them and help them with the end of their suffering, you know, or, or, or be a presence there when, you know, when there may not be one, you right. know. when they may be afraid. When they may be afraid or they mm-hmm. may be alone yeah. or they may be, you know, dealing with, you know, mortality, which is something that I guess is still a mystery to me, although all of us sure. will we'll we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it yeah. in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> the importance of of being there is 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 just that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that kind of encourage, up. that encouragement. And I can't tell you what the reward is. I know what it is. It's hard to put into words. Yeah. But showing up is encouragement. Yeah. Showing up definitely being is. There. Yeah. Absolutely. May I share a quick yeah. story because it reminded me of, um, you know, that, that, that is a, you know, a really inspiring story, you know, your family. And you told me a lot, Craig, you know, off mic, what your family's had to go through. It sounds like, you know, in a time of crisis, the families come together. We have. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of wild because it's not something I expected to exactly, happen. Exactly, exactly. So let me share this story. I, it just reminded me, I wasn't even going to tell the story, but um, <coughs> April the 4th, I think it was yesterday. No, two days ago. April. I'm sorry, April. What August, month are August, you in? August, August, August. <laughs> <laughs> August the 3rd, August the 3rd. April, August. My July. Mind. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's the 20th anniversary of my, grand, of my grandmother's uh, passing away. Oh. But I want to read this journal entry. Um, I did have a chance to see Mother Clay as she was in the hospital after, a heart, after another heart attack, one that was milder than the previous one that really took a lot out from her. She has always held my hand with great strength and looked at me and smiled. She didn't say much, but she was concerned about Mom and Dad getting back together, that my folks were having some issues. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on her... Supposed deathbed, that was all that she was concerned about. Not her, (laughs) but just about everyone else. Mm -hmm. One week ago from the time I wrote this, Monday, August the 3rd, 1998, Mother Clay passed away. And it talks about, you know, other things. Mm. But I I vividly remember, you know, me visiting her, you know, that last time. And her not focusing on herself or her ailments or anything like that. She was concerned about the family. And I remember her strong hands just holding me. And looking at, you know, my mom and dad at the time saying, listen, whatever you guys are going through, you'll get through. Just, you know, hold steady and hold strong. And for a while, you know, they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, things happen. She was but giving you guys encouragement. Exactly. And that was the one and only thing that she was focused on. And uh, I'm just, it, it, it really inspired me. Um, and, yeah, it was that was 20 years ago. So uh, the Mahabha, that's another way to pronounce this, the Mahabha. Vata, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the famous Hindu religious texts, cool. um, has a quote that I was trying to, I was trying to find some quotes from it, but this mm-hmm. one is closest to the Thessalonians. The good to others kindness show, and from them no return exact. The best and greatest men they know, thus ever nobly love to act. Wow. That reminded me of what you were just saying. Yeah, we'll plug that in. We'll definitely plug that in. <laughs> yeah. That is really, really powerful. Yeah, that's, uh, that's It's beautiful. a beautiful poem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Everybody says, oh, your reward is later. Uh, no, the reward is just doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really, really is because it, o- it allows you to open your heart. You know, it's so easy when, you know, somebody chafes against you to just – I mean, for me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I, you know, my impulse sometimes is, I'm just going to shut you down. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't. Yeah. Believe me, I can't. It's not like I don't have the ability. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I could do it artfully. Sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, you know, and it's so easy to go there. Yeah. You know. It, yeah, it's the, it's the knee-jerk reaction to be negative. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. the easy way, the hard way. The you know, we talk about love as being a muscle. You know, it's easy to just not, you know, flex that muscle, you know. Yeah. And, the, uh, and that muscle can be made another way, too, of course. Yeah. You know, you can, you can harden yourself to such an extent that it becomes impossible to give. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, or just, you know, it would never happen naturally, maybe. Yeah, I think you know? I'm thinking about my ex. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I mean, 
at this time, you know, I mean, I'm thinking about that too as I enter a new kind of, uh, you know, phase in my life, and mm -hmm. I'm looking around at all these, you know, people holding hands and and uh, mm -hmm. you know walking together, and I, and I yeah. and <laughs> and there's the, my first impulse is just go, yeah, that looks so forced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. I, you know, yeah. I don't. I'm not buying that. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> they don't love each other. This is horseshit. There's no love. <laughs> and, yeah, it's and, easy. and it's easy for me just to scoff at it and sneer at it and not just see like, you know, why don't you just think about holding somebody's hand and just and just let that be. Or just let them be. Exactly. You know? Exactly. No, exactly. I, I know I know we you know, I know how it's so easy to go throughout the world mm -hmm. and 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 kind of you know keep that you yeah. know kind of separateness from it. Yeah. You know that you know that's their world. That's not my world. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. So we're going to exercise our muscles for encouragement this week. That's right. Don't focus on your pain. <laughs> focus on the the goodness that you have and the goodness that you can give. Exude positive energy. And thank those who have been encouraging you. Exactly. Shall we put a button on it? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What are you going to say? Oh, well, I'm going to close this in prayer right okay. now. And I just want to say, dear Lord, thanks once again for allowing us all to be together. Um, your love and your warmth and your wisdom is what we're always reaching for. And it seems like it's always there when it's asked for, and we're thankful for it. I'm really, really grateful for this week, and I'm excited and encouraged by the time to come. And I know that if things aren't happening, it's not about time, because that's all up to you. It's about intention, and that's something we can all share with. And I love you, and thank you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Right on. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church, which made you turn your back on God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us on Facebook, Instagram, um, sna uh, Snapchat. I think Snapchat's a thing, yeah. Um, Twitter, uh, D.L. Carragher for Deb and me, Reg Clay. We're still waiting for Craig to get on. It will <laughs> never happen. <laughs> and uh, share what you feel. Don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years. And even now, in the age of the Internet and social media and great technology, it still has the message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up your iTunes app, click on Store, go on the search engine on the upper right-hand side and search for you got to have faith, and you'll find us. If you use Android, download SoundCloud or just go on SoundCloud.com. Search for us and you'll find us. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful week. And God bless each and every one of us.